Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Drew here. I want to welcome you all again <laughs> to another wonderful episode of Phoenix Down, episode 4.4. And this is the final episode that we cover the PSP title Crimson Gem Saga. Uh, it's been a hell of a ride, to say the least. <laughs> Um, I will just go ahead and say I did not complete this game. And we will get into why I did not complete this game. But I do know somebody who did complete this game. And I want to welcome Matt Quinn. Thanks. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's been a ride. You're right. And I'm glad to put this game to bed. Although I did... Uh, motor through the last few hours of grinding of this game and you know finally take down all four back-to-back bosses at the end to finally finish up Crimson Gem Saga there you go that's that's your eulogy (laughs) so (laughs) where do we start with this so let's just go we'll, we'll talk about our feelings on the game at the end Let's just yeah. let's just plow through exactly the story, what we did, and things like that. So when we left off, the end of chapter three, we were going to get another. Uh, wicked I'm, I, stone. I it's a wicked stone, but I mean, <laughs> they're crims. They're part. Well, we'll find we'll find out about that later too. But they're pieces of the crimson gem. Yeah, so that answers that question from last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, what exactly are these stones that we're going after? Yeah. So apparently, it all just they're pieces of a single stone um, that was created, like the dark crystal. Yes, much like the dark crystal. <laughs> wow, hadn't thought about that in a long time. Um, so um, we're we're going to get another piece of the Crimson Gem, or a.k.a. a Wicked Stone. And we go to this uh, castle, Arfar, <laughs> and we uh, we find this woman, uh, which we never run into her again, do we? Nope. Yeah. That, it's the beauty of this game. Yeah, <laughs> Once that, you're done with Arfar's castle, you're never going back. Yeah, that's, that's so weird, because there was a pretty big revelation and a pretty big boss, well, it would have been a boss fight. Woman jumps up on her dragon... Starts yeah. shooting fire at us, almost kills us, and then all of a sudden the Order of Light shows up and starts fighting back, and she just disappears, never to be seen again. Which, wow, I, I totally didn't realize that, but yeah. But in the the fray, we had um, recruited a new party member, uh, basically because the Order of Light betrayed her, and it's Asalora. Uh, she's been trying to track you guys down for a long time, and now she's joining up with you. And she kind of does it, like, pretty quickly, too. Yeah. Just no no real thought. It's just, you know, a couple of guys saying, they're trying to kill us, and they're trying to kill you, too, so why don't we join forces? And they're like, okay. Yeah, Spinel has far more of a problem with it than Asalora does. <laughs> yeah, or anybody else, for that matter. Yeah. So, um... But yeah, uh, so we get this new party member. We are uh, saved by um, what was his name? We called him Giles or Giles. 
Oh, yeah. The little kid on the boat. Yeah, just happened to be rowing along right underneath the uh, the tower. Wouldn't that hurt worse than hitting the water? Yeah, they made a point of saying that like they fell into the boat. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they would have like smashed destroyed that tiny the boat. Rowboat. Yeah, destroyed the boat and destroyed your bodies because you rammed into it. So, uh, what are we talking about? This is a game that's ridiculous. So, all right. So then we're off to the Wolfen Fortress, as well as Fargan. 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 Hargan. Uh, and this is the snow level. I mean, that's 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 the best way to put it. Yeah, basically. We, we've we've been through the desert. We've been through the forest. We've been we- through the jungle. Briefly went through that jungle. Yeah. And now we're in the snow level. Yep. And um, we see that another wicked stone is at the Wolfen Fortress. Unfortunately, the Wolfen Fortress has this gigantic barrier, and we can't get past it. A magic barrier that no one has ever seen before. And, like, I didn't know this type of magic existed, you know. So it's something powerful keeping us from going in there. So we're like, okay, well, maybe we need to go to town and then try and figure this shit out. So we go to town. When we get to town, we uh, we we, we run into the to the the mayor or the, of the town, and he tells yeah, we, we talked to the chief, and uh, I think that we gave him a letter that we got from Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal gave us that letter of of. Recommendation, I'll Is say. Is that the guy who let us escape through the yes. sewers? Yes. Okay. Because he loves it when a plan comes together. <laughs> and um, so we, we give him that letter. He's like, oh, well, I believe who you say you are. And you guys really need to go to Zergarot Tower. Yeah, cue up the worst, most obvious nested fetch quest of all time. But the problem is we can't go to Zergarot Tower. Why not? Well, because it's kind of blocked off and we have this, um, it's a key. It's not a key, but it's a scroll that you need to, uh, to get into Zergarot Tower. Is it called Zergarot? Yeah, just, yeah, the Ziggurat. Zergarot. Well, I was like, okay, well, don't you have the scroll? Well, I did, but in my old age, I hid it. Where'd you hide it? I hid it in a dungeon. This is the single lowest point of this game in my mind. I'm like, really? You you hid it in a dungeon, so we gotta go to yet another fucking dungeon. Yeah. You're telling me that we want to get into this fortress, but we can't because the thing we need to get into the fortress is at the top of the ziggurat. But we can't get to the top of the ziggurat because the thing that we need is in the bottom of this other dungeon. So, three dungeons in a row, basically, they're setting up for us. Yeah. So, we're going to have to go to Silvernian Dungeon. These names are just crazy. So, we're going to a new dungeon to get a scroll. Now, truth be told, this dungeon is not very difficult. I mean, it, it, there's four levers that you can pull, and they each either turn on an, a, another one 
or turn off another one. So you just have to pull these. You only have to pull two levers, which I, I used to fact through all of this. Yeah, I don't know what happened with me. I must be like the guy who follows his GPS into like a river because I had trouble with this dungeon just because I was using a fac and for some reason the map in my head wasn't matching the map that was on my computer screen <laughs> because I kept doing what they were saying and it wasn't working. Huh. I got stuck here for I don't know, 30 minutes. No, oh, that's not good. But you, you, so you pull some levers, whatever, and it it opens up the second part of the dungeon. Yep. And the second part of the dungeon, you have to get four keys to unlock a number of doors. It's not just one big door that takes four keys. It's a door, then you walk a little farther, then it's a door. And so it's the keys are kind of like in a line almost. I mean, you. I didn't, yeah, basically I didn't there's two problem. on the first level, and then you went down a set of stairs, and there was two on the next level. You're going to run into the keys, that's the thing. Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, it wasn't really a hard dungeon. No, I, you know, especially since I was just, oh, here's the key, here's the key, okay. And then you get the the, the giant scroll, as it's called. Yep. And Fourth door, then you pick up the giant scroll, and then you warp out of there. Yeah, it just... The, All pretty easy. Yeah. Now it's on the Zergrat Tower. Now, yeah. I didn't know this... But this tower, apparently you can go to it from the beginning of the game. Yep. It's one of the key places that it's like designated as, here's a place you can grind. See, I didn't know that. And say so I never used those portals that I kept running into. Yeah, outside of most of the towns. Yeah. It was like, here, you want, you want to travel to this place? And I'm like, I, I always thought it was like a fast travel to the beginning starting area. That's what I always thought. Okay. Maybe I'm an idiot. Because I can't remember. I, I was like, no, I don't need to go back there. I don't know why I need to go back there. But I just kept w walking by them. So from the beginning of the game, you could you could easily have... You could probably have, have traversed the first two zones. Not to mention, in hindsight, you would have picked up a lot of medallions if you went through the ziggurat a couple times before the end of the game. Yeah. Like, you could have leveled up a whole lot of your spells... If you spent some time grinding in the ziggurat, which I never did. I didn't either, because I didn't know I could go to it. You know, this game doesn't do a very good job of explaining things. So, let's explain the ziggurat. The ziggurat is a giant tower. In fact, is it a throwback to the Tower of Babel? Is that what it's supposed to be? Uh, you know... I would probably hold back one step before saying that, just because I don't know where the tie-in to the Babel specifically is. I uh -huh. mean, it is a tower, but I don't know. So yeah, I've always... I can't figure out the religions in this game, even though they use crosses and have bishops <laughs> and stuff. and So, I don't know, but um, this is Gigantic Tower. It has multiple levels. In fact, what, 33 levels? Yeah, I think 30, basically. 30, but the, then, the last three don't have any monsters on them. Yeah, I think... Is, isn't it at the top of the 30th that you put the scroll? I think. And then that opens up like a, a little mini tower, and then that has a couple more floors in it. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's what happened. Um. So the first two zones, so they're 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 sectioned off in zones. Each ten levels are a zone, and when you complete a zone, you can't go back down to the other zone. Oh really? I never even tried. I yeah. Um. There there are warp points that will allow you to leave completely. Which are another one of the little in jokes of the game. Yes. Did you see who was standing there as the warp core technician? Uh, uh, Mrs. Jordy LaForge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have LaForge, the warp technician. That was funny. I chuckled. I I can't figure out this game. I was like, it has all these little jokes, and I'm like, what is this appealing to? Like, what are they hoping? Like, you know. 35-year-old men play this game? Because, I mean, the A-team, you know... and, and They do seem really out of place. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. So, um... But, yeah, LaForge is, is, is guiding us, kind of. Also making fun of us. Almost. Always like, oh, well, I'll give you a prize at the end whenever you make it, and stuff like that. Oh, uh, see, I assumed she was the... the blue pill. Basically, if you want to exit the tower talk to me and warp out of here so i i never even talked to her after the first floor because i'm yeah. like nope, i'm going straight through to the top no need to talk to you well see there was so many times like I, it was to a point once i had made it to this tower i i was like all right i need to just finish this game this was like i, I was at work actually and i was like all right i got eight hours to kill i'm gonna do this tower and we'll be done huh. and i the first floors were pretty easy because the monsters weren't that difficult because you were supposed to go to it whenever you were low level. The second part, a little bit harder, not really much though. Um, but the problem is it's like each floor doesn't necessarily branch that much. It usually branches one time to go to a single uh, treasure chest. So you, yeah. you don't necessarily get lost it's just, it takes for friggin' ever. Yeah, it does take a long time to get through these towers. Hands down, it's the longest dungeon in the game. So, from level 1 to level 20, it took me at least an hour just to go from there. You know, and the problem is, and I found out very quickly, I should have bought those fucking Mercury boots. Yeah, me too. When I had the chance, because holy shit. <laughs> There's no places to run, you know. There's wide open spaces, and those guys will catch you. And that's one of the reasons why it took me so long to to get through this was because I was inching my way around trying not to get the guys to follow me. See, I really like the strategy of alerting one or two guys and running directly into a third guy. Yeah. So that at least I would get an even fight, and, I, and it wouldn't matter that I had already pissed off two of them. Yeah. I mean, it didn't always work, but that was my plan most of the time. <laughs> so, after the second zone, which is level 20, from 20 to 30, is where this game gets fucking crazy. Yeah, that gets tough. Because the random encounters in those air levels are insane. And this is a game that it blows my mind sometimes when I was thinking about it. I was like, seriously, what kind of a game is it where the bosses are are the least threat of the game? 
I've had zero problems out of all the bosses so far in this game. The things that kill me the most and the things that use up most of my resources are these random fucking battles that that will eat up my fucking health. Yeah, the thing that kills me is just any normal encounter is fine, but randomly they can just pull out like six to ten hit combos and just instantly kill you. And there's no way to react to them sometimes. And those are the worst for me. I had a couple, especially uh, in this last zone of the Ziggurat and also the the next couple levels that are after. Like, I, I would be just humming along. I could go through two, three, four battles, no problem. And then one battle would randomly wipe out all four of my guys dead. Nothing I can do. Yeah. There was so many times in this in this the third zone where... I just I, I kept dying, yeah. you know, and I wouldn't lose that much progress. The problem, like, I'd lose probably about five minutes worth of progress, like two battles beforehand, because I saved like almost every after every battle almost, and I was just and I died four times, and that was during the whole while I was at work thing, and I was like, I can't do this, you know. I text <laughs> I texted you. I was like, I can't do this shit. This is just fucking nerve wracking to me. Yeah. And so I See, turned it off. The worst thing for me was that I had a uh, Mandate of Heaven, which is probably one of the most important items in the game, and it's the only reason I beat the final, final boss. So basically what happens is when your last character dies... Everybody gets revived. All, all four of them get revived. Yeah. Which is basically the only way to survive one of those, basically, we win buttons. Yeah. And so every time I would lose to one of these battles, it would use up my mandate of heaven. And I'm like, no, I'm not wasting that on this crappy fight. Yep, you re- revert to the last save. Oh, God, that would be even worse. That was. That was bad. I must have died. So I probably only died three times in the game up until this point. But between the third zone, the extra levels, and then the extra grinding that I did to try and beat the last boss, I probably dra- died 20 more times. 30 maybe. I don't know. It was so many times. God. So, I, I I turned it off that day, and I texted you. I was like, I don't know if I can finish this game. And I was like, all right, I'll try again tomorrow. And I tried again, and I literally died like twice, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and that's where I gave up. I gave up in zone three of the Zergrod. Really? Yeah. I couldn't make it past that. Oh, man. What? Uh, it's just... it's The boss fights, honestly, are easier than Zone 3. I, I'm sure they are. The whole fucking game is easier than Zone 3 of the Ziggurat. <laughs> I just... It, 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 oh, God. I, I couldn't do it. I, like, I was, like, level... 64... Like so, like some of my—I mean, it ranged, but I mean, average right. was about sixty-four for my characters, and I, you know, I just, yeah, you know, threw guilt to the back again because he was still useless, and I, I was just like, I can't do this, you know. I was like, it was either I was getting ambushed because I was trying to run from a guy, which I'm—I'm I'm an idiot for doing that, and yeah, that's something that I was doing early, but I had to correct myself on. Yeah. 
and it was just it was like this is just taking uh, it, you know way too long just to try and get through this part here yeah uh, and i just got fed up with it to be honest with you i know See, I, I, i'm I a quitter yeah i am <laughs> i was i was real close to following you uh but and i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but it really depended for me on which enemies we were fighting and that just because of all like the elemental susceptibilities and protections and stuff there were two enemies in particular there was one that was like a floating ghost who was kind of blue and white and he kind of looked like liquidy fire yeah i know what you're talking about i couldn't, I couldn't touch that guy for some reason none of my guys would hurt him yeah and then there was another guy who was like uh, a dark set of armor he had no legs, and he was just kind of floating there, and he had a big sword. Okay. I only had one guy that could hurt him for, like, 100 damage around, And then he would heal for 800 damage around. So I also could not beat him at all. So that's also annoying when you're trying to grind, is that there's some battles that you get into and you just have to leave because I can't beat them. That, that, that just... There's a lot no, of the other ones were just so easy for me. Like, I had no problem when it was, you know, what were the big ones at the end there? There were trees. There were these bluish trees that would attack. There yeah. were wolves. I don't know. I, so anyway, we all see where I stopped. So you get up to the top of the tower. I, I've, I've watched the ending. I watched the rest of it okay. on, on YouTube. So I know what happens. You know, I, I did want to do that at least so I could talk about it and at least say what I thought. So you get up to the top of the tower. You use the scroll. You got to climb some more. You climb some more. And then you get to a point where you get surrounded by a bunch of monsters. And you're like, oh shit. This is a cutscene. And all of a sudden the monsters get fucking evaporated. Yeah. Uh, and uh, kind of find out, oh, look, it's Henson. Somehow he climbed this entire freaking thing by himself. I got to say that this whole Henson was gone and then Henson was back thing was so weird. Because basically he just walks up to you and is like, oh, fancy seeing you guys at the top of this dungeon. And that's it. And then he's back. I and just... everyone's like, oh, welcome back. And I'm like, well, that's it. The amount of like ups and downs with the story is kind of insane. So you got these parts where a character completely leaves the party with no explanation and then cut to, you know, uh, an hour later and they're like, oh, you know, what do you want the Wicked Stones for? What do you want them for, motherfucker? You know, it's just <laughs> and I'm like, where is this story coming from whenever you don't care about a, a character fucking if he's dead or alive to you know, getting deep into a story and conspiracies and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, this story just feels so disjointed. Yeah. It's like, here's something cool we could do, so let's do it. It doesn't matter that we should have, like, been spending the last two hours leading up to this event. Let's just do it now. For yeah, no they dump, like, all of the story. I'd say 80% of the story is dumped at the very end of the game. Yeah. And it comes out of fucking nowhere, so we're going to get to that real soon. I, I really want to talk about this. So, 
<laughs> so you, you run up with Henson. Henson's like, oh, I'm coming here too. And, oh, well, we should join party, you know. And, and so you have your reunion. Yay. And so Henson mentions, hey, I want to go see my master, basically. My teacher. Well, where's your teacher at? Well, he's at that uh, fortress that's got the big magic barrier. You're like, okay. Well. No, wait. No. He's at his... It's at the... Where the fuck is it? Wait a minute. So, basically... The thing he wants to go to is Rombrigetten, which is, I think, where he went to school, basically. It's the magical equivalent of the Green Hill Academy. Yeah, it was... God, what? I, I can't even remember now. It was like the School of Mages or School of Magic. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally skipping ahead. I've, I've totally messed up. Yeah, this all happens after we see the god, though. Yeah, you get a key. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the top of the tower, you run into a god. You just run into a god. Yeah. <laughs> this is out of nowhere. And nobody questions it. And it gives you a key. And you're like, well, what are we going to do with this key? I'm like, well, you, you'll find out. I love how she gives you the whole history of everything. Yeah. And then she's like, well, my time here is done. And like, so that, she was waiting around for... God knows how long since this tower was built just to tell them the history of the land and then she left and give them the key. It's yep. just... I don't know. doesn't seem like a very godly way to spend her time <laughs> this millennium. So they do do a flashback that, that intrigues me because it was it's basically at the beginning of the game where you see that the guy, the, the main villain, I guess... Yeah. Uh, so this is where they try to get a little bit deeper. Yeah, he 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 uses his own child to put inside the stone. What I I'm confused as shit on this. Yeah, so well, she starts with the history like Ferianki's, if if that's how you say it. Sure. Uh, was the head of like the Elf Empire. Yeah. And he was getting attacked by the Human Empire. And so this is one thing that's weird. She says that Ferianki's wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. Or, or wasn't as bad as everybody says because, you know, cliche, the winner writes history. So just because somebody tells you that he was a bad guy doesn't mean he was a bad guy, whatever. But then she goes on to say uh, he was just a, just a king. Just, like, he was leading the Elf Empire. And then he created the stones that gave him the power to suppress rebellious thoughts. And then Killian's like, oh, that's not so bad. I thought he was a bad guy. Turns out he's not, you know, he's a pretty good guy. And I'm like, really? Like, you're talking the worst 1984 horrible future scenario ever created? And Killian's like, that's not that bad. Mm-hmm. That he was just, like, brainwashing all of his subjects Everybody. not to rebel against him. So, all right, well, I guess this Ferianki's guy is pretty good, and he's justified in being mad at everybody else. It's okay if he destroys the world because, you know, they were attacking him back in the day. That, like, so, that's what I was so confused on was, like, this god is telling us that he wasn't a villain. 
Yeah, that's her point. Even if what she says makes him sound exactly like a villain. And I'm like, well, why the fuck are we fighting him at the end of it? <laughs> yeah. You know? And I'm just like, oh, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. And, and so, but he uses his daughter. Oh, oh whoops. His child. <laughs> fuck it. He uses Spinel. Fuck it. We're saying it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So every they have the whole... Well, there's no elves around here. There haven't been elves around here in years. And then you, and then it shows fucking Spinel, and oh, look at her. She's got elf ears. Yeah. And so, like, well, I wonder who she could be. And then you know, it shows him throwing, holding up his daughter, and she floats up into the air, and it totally has the same color as Spinel's hair, and you know, it's just. Yeah, and he put his own soul or her soul into the crimson gem. He put his souls, his soul into the crimson gem and was going to use her as a vessel to be reborn. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that's the story. She gives us a key. We don't know what the hell to do with it. Also, two shitty amulets that I didn't go anywhere near. Though, yeah. That's one thing I do want to talk about because they like I watched somebody play it, and 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 they did do those two missions. Yeah, insane. I'm not even gonna touch them. I remember what the weapons were like in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, not not too hot. Not even if you beat the game doesn't mean that you can beat these bosses. Yeah. So the the, the two things that you get is basically. Tickets to go to dungeons. Yeah, here's your here's your pass. <laughs> and one of them is the ziggurat backwards. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The reason I quit this fucking game, you want me to go back down it? <laughs> so and the uh, other one is to revisit the Silvernian dungeon. Yeah, which I don't think that one would be too difficult, but yeah, no, well, no. I, I was I was done with dungeons. Yeah. But I did see Killian in the armor and with the sword, and he does look pretty badass. Yeah, I saw that too. But, um, so yeah, you she gives us those, and I'm like, you can just throw those away. <laughs> but, um, so, but she does give us this key and doesn't explain us at all what we do with it. It does nothing that we know of. So we leave the tower. We're back in Snowyville. And we're walking down the street. And then all of a sudden, oh snap, we run into Monocle Man. Can't remember his name. Eluard. Eluard, yes. With his Lieutenant Herbert. Yes. Uh, Herbert uh, von Hechtenberg, as we've been calling him, but it's <laughs> something completely <laughs> different. Um, they show up and basically like, there they are, seize them. We've been yeah. looking all over for you. Eluard's like fuming. Yeah. Basically. Uh, he, he's, he's ready to fucking like kill these people. And they have this whole big, oh, you got us all wrong, you know? And I think uh, Asalor has some things to say and basically uh, convinces Von Hechtenberg <laughs> to, uh, to not basically take us in, to, to revolt. Because, well, I mean, he's getting talked down to, too. He's like, you, you know, he's basically talking to him like a dog. Like, he's like, you take these people. 
And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, they have like this, another story heartfelt thing. That's just kind of throwaway. Yeah. It's basically the big, uh, Herbert is changing sides. Essentially, because he's sick of the way Eluard is, you know, so self-serving. Yeah, and and not serving the order. Yeah. Although there is a, a, a line that I loved during that dialogue. Uh, Eluard's like, what are you doing? Stop being a traitor. He's like, stop being a traitor to me. You know, yeah, he, he's like, this is the <laughs> worst kind of treason ever. It's treason yeah. against me. Yeah, I was like, really? This is kind of lame. And that's voice acted, too. Yeah, which, you know, another thing about this game, it's so weird the way a conversation can start just text, and then halfway through, they start voicing it. Start talking, yeah. It's just so jarring to me. And and, and Von Hechtenberg, Herbert, has a a really bad voice. Yeah, You you know what he sounded like that I realized when I was playing this game, and not until the very, very end? Was that he reminded me of like a South Park version character, like it sounded like someone faking his voice. To, yeah. To, to, to sound very like effeminate. Yeah, and kind of like snooty and whatever. Yeah, I mean but this. I mean, yeah, that's that's exactly what it sounded like. But it didn't sound like someone who was snooty. It sounded like someone trying to be snooty. To be snooty. Yeah. Yeah. It just it it felt forced and. I mean, that voice did not match, you know, a badass warrior. Yeah, everything was weird about him. At one point, he calls L.U.R. a mangy cur. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I mean, I understand, but it just didn't sound right coming out of his voice. I don't know. There was not much uh, uniformity to his character. Yeah. Which we never see him again anyway. Yeah, so that's something I wanted to ask you about. Did you get all the final cutscenes at the very end of the game? Did you see those? Yes. Okay. As far as I know, I will mention the ones that I saw. Okay. But, um, so Herbert basically, all right, you guys are cool. See you later. Herbert, why the fuck not join us and help us fight this evil, you idiot? Yeah. And bring some of your fucking Order of Light guys. Yeah, instead of letting us four people do it ourselves. Yeah. So that's another thing you got on my nerves. But but during that talk, Henson starts thinking about he needs to go see his master. Why? Well, we don't know. Yeah. But I need to go. So we go see his master. We're going to find out his master is not there. In fact, his master's dead. We find this out because he has a little hologram. <laughs> Yeah, that talks to us, and it's uh, and it's it's using a, a gigantic orb, and it, it, they have another moment where Henson's like, "Oh, I was meant for a greater good," you know, and stuff like that, and it, it just yeah, because Valentinus is like the his old mentor. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you were the best I've ever seen," and you know, I I I. Uh, I took you down the wrong path or whatever, and I, you know, I wanted to lead you to be the best that you could possibly be, and I thought that was to send you away or something like that, and then 
I realized I shouldn't have done that, and I'm sorry, and just just all like emotional. Yeah. But then they realize, hey, this orb right here, it's got a keyhole in it. <laughs> yeah. It, it happens to have a keyhole in it. Yeah. And like, hey, didn't we get a key from that god? Yeah, we did. Where's that? Ah, shit, I can't remember where it's. Oh, here it is. And they put the key in. And sure enough, apparently this orb holds a tremendous amount of magical power and actually des- destroys the barrier that's covering up the fortress that you need to get into. And it can only be used one time. And only, yeah, only one time. So you better make it count. So did they did they ever say what the link was? Like, what was it that made Henson have to go back there? He felt compelled. That was all he said. He felt compelled to go back there after seeing Killian and, and Herbert basically make up. I mean, I feel like that's the kind of story logic that can get any character to any place they need to be at any time. Well, they used it. All right. I mean, I, seriously, it's just, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I feel like they wanted to round out Henson a little bit and have him talk to that guy, but there was never really a reason. So they're like, all right, well, let's just put, let's just put the thing that destroys the barrier here instead of where it easily could have been, which is anywhere like at the top of the tower or anywhere that was more logical. Why was this one magical thing way out? Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Rompergeton. Wherever the hell that is. We didn't even walk to it. It was just like a cutscene. Yeah. Because that's where you use the warp. You have to like convince the warp core person to teleport you there. Yeah. It's like, I can get in trouble with this. And it may not work. But it worked anyway. And apparently it worked coming back too. Yeah. <laughs> but is, is there like... I mean, there should have been some kind of reason. Like, maybe the order or the academy that Henson was studying at was entrusted with the protection of the Wolfen Fortress for some reason it should have been relevant to the story but it just wasn't at all and there was no reason yeah it was just I guess that's the kind of thing that really irks me I guess it was because it was a magic place and that barrier was made of magic and I don't know Nothing is explained in this game. There's a lot of things I can overlook, but things like that annoy me more than a lot of others. Well, you're going to have a bunch of other stuff that doesn't really make much sense coming up. Yeah. So, the fortress. The fortress barrier is down. Let's go kick some ass. The last dungeon. The last dungeon. Which... Didn't seem too bad, what I watched no. of it. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty short. It was straightforward, pretty much. Um, you, climb a bun- you, you climb a bunch of stairs, pretty much. Um, but on the way there, you run into some bad guys. And you run into uh, that little rat thing. Yeah, the first of the four bosses in a row at the end of this game. Yeah. Skets. Skets. Skelts. 
Skilts. Skilts. Yeah, Skilts. Um, basically, it was the rat pet of Vampreed. Yeah. Um, the, 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 look like a demon, but also angel with bat wings guy. Um, you can talk about the fights if you'd like to. Yeah. For, for me, it was really weird because, you know, I finally got to this first one, Skelts, and this fight just took me forever. This fight alone took me 45 minutes for one fight. Wow. Because I only had one person that could damage him, Asalora, and every other person had either healing everybody or supplying Asalora with more MP so that she could keep casting her one spell. So every like couple of minutes, I'm going through and only attacking with one person per round, and it just took forever. I used almost all of my MP, like my my large potions and uh, I knew I was going to have a tough time with the next three bosses if the first one took me this long to fight yeah uh, so after this was when I decided alright you know I, if I really want to beat this game and at least the next two bosses because apparently you don't need to beat the last one you don't you get the exact same ending if you don't okay I you know I only saw the ones so I don't know yeah but a- after fighting Skelts, I spent probably a total of five hours. I fought my way all the way back down, walked all the way back to Fargan, um, loaded up on a ridiculous number of potions and tents. And <laughs> basically, some of the fights, like a lot of the fights, were so hard and drained me so much that I could only do two or three fights. Then I would use a tent, then I would save, then I would do two or three fights. And, uh, you know, it, it took a long time, but on the other hand, I was gaining SP like crazy skill points. And uh, really the key was getting Wrath of God for everybody. Okay. Uh, because apparently, and this is another one of my, my big peeves on this game, is that you're progressing through, for me, like 25 hours of game trying to make the strongest, most balanced character you can. And then come to these last bosses and the only thing that damages anybody is holy yeah so most of my guys are useless there's nothing i can do and i don't have any uh holy gems or holy ent buffs or anything like that so the only thing i can do is grind out enough sp so that i can have everybody learn wrath of god so that i can do holy damage that way now wrath of god is that the one where the foot comes down yeah, that's where the foot comes down. And by the time I was fighting these bosses, I mean, you get off Wrath of God once and it's six to 10,000 damage. Wow. In that one hit. And huh. then basically, so I had one character using that and then I had Asalora using her final judgment, which is that one with the, with the scythe where it just hits them with swords like 10 times, eight or 10 right. times. Uh, so, you know, as long as Skelts took me, the next two bosses were super super easy hmm Vampred and then I'll let you get back into the story but yeah Spinel. so when we get to the dungeon wow I totally forgot to talk about this so during during the dungeon while you're walking around you get separated uh, yeah. by uh, both Lodok and Spinel 
Um, what yes. ha- what happens is Spinell goes. No, Lada goes walking off because he thinks he sees somebody he knows, and and yeah, this is yeah, this, that that random shit like that. He sees somebody he knows. It's a woman. He goes to follow her. Spinell goes after him. Spinell falls into a trap, and everybody's like, "Oh shit!" So now you're down to Gilts, Asalora, Killian, and Henson. Yeah, that's another reason these battles were so tough. Because you had that useless gelts with you? Yeah, you don't know who exactly you're using, so you don't know who to level up. So, um... So, anyway, so, cut to, cut to the top. You're still separated from Spinel and uh, Lodic. You don't know where they are. And so you run into uh, the, the first boss, kill him, go upstairs, you're at this big platform where they're starting a ritual. And you see Spinel there. She's on like an altar, uh, and there's a ritual being held by Vampreet. Is that who's doing it? Uh, I don't know if it was him or Dryden. It was Dryden. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vampreet basically um, is basically Biden time. He's trying to stop you guys. So you fight him, and then you. Uh, you, when you defeat him, you're gonna get ready to go and get Spinel from the altar. Yeah, and or K- Killian is at this point. When I say you, I'm talking about Killian. Killian's the main character now. He's he's doing stuff on his own, and um, Killian's like, okay, I'm gonna set up. I want you know, Henson. I want you to do like a magic barrier so I can get through there, and you know, it, he, he's trying to to start. You know, and he's strategizing. Yeah, he's trying to rescue Spinel, basically. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... <laughs> out of nowhere. Geltz walks right up to Henson and stabs him in the back with a knife. Yep. Game over for Henson. Yeah. He falls over. Uh, dead. Yeah. As far as I can tell, through all the rest of the game, he's just dead right there. And um, then he starts fighting... Uh, or he knocks uh, Asalora out of the way, like toward the edge of a cliff. And Killian's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, you know, the wicked stones will be mine. And I'm like, really? Like, I didn't even play this. I was watching this. And I was like, this, this, this is how this game is going to end? I was like, this is a fucking stupid. Out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And, and, and so Killian, I think, kicks Geltz and he, he falls toward the cliff as well with Asalora and he starts like trying to throw Asalora off the cliff. Yeah. And, and Meanwhile, Lodic is going crazy also. Yeah, Lodic right? shows up. He's wanting the Wicked Stones too because he's going nuts because the woman he saw was his wife. And he thinks that if he gets the Wicked Stones, he can bring her back to life. And so he's kind of razzling Killian a little bit. While this is going on, Asalora and Geltz are fighting. Yep. And Geltz falls off the cliff to his death. Asalora's alive. She comes running. Killian's like, what are you doing, Lada? Get off me. And then Lada keeps hearing his wife in his head. Saying you need to give up, stop this crap. 
And apparently it works because he stops. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like the allure of the dark side. Yeah. And so he, he, he snaps out of it and he rejoins you. At this point, uh, Dryden has finished the ritual and has basically turned Spinel into a walking Farland Keys, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, we got Gelt's thrown off the side, Henson's bleeding out, so there's only three people left to fight. Yeah, so you have Killian, Lodic, and Asalor. Yep. You have to use those three characters throughout the rest of the game. That's it. There's two more bosses to fight with only three characters. So you have to take on Spinel. Spinel is now being possessed, you know, Vigo the Carpathian-like, <laughs> and uh, she's she's going to attack you. So how was this fight for you? Uh, super easy. I mean... Wrath of God, the she, end? Yeah, well, she wasn't even, I think, only susceptible to uh, Holy. So now that I have Lodic back... I can just use Way of the Dragon, and that is a sick attack. And basically, she went down faster than anybody, I think. Yeah. Because I could hit her with more people. So you beat the crap out of Spinel, and she falls over. What the hell happened to Dryden? Uh, I think he's still there. I don't know. All right, so I'm 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 blanking on exactly what happened. He was just kind of hanging out in the background, and now he's like, "Ah, right, it's done. He's been reborn." Because he was there when you, you get the embodiment of Viriankis. Yeah, he just kind of just comes out of nowhere, which yeah. which makes me think, why the hell do you need Spinel to begin with? I know. Why did he need this like vessel when he could just appear? Yeah, he just appears. And it's now you have to fight him. Going into this boss fight now, I will mention that the 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 walkthrough that I watched, this person did not beat this character, huh. did not win this fight, and had two characters that were level ninety nine. That's crazy because both of my guys were about seventy eight ish, seventy seven ish. Uh huh. Uh. And I did beat him, although I only beat him because I had those Mandates of Heaven. Because he pulled two of those Firestorms out, which... It's I mean, kills. They are enough to kill every one of my characters three to four times over. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't even close to surviving them. But with the Mandate of Heaven, you don't actually have to survive them because you just pop back up when you're dead. Right. So I had two of those. I used both of those. I was one attack away from not beating him, but um, I was able to hit him with, I think, two or three people. So with the Wrath of God and the Way of the Dragon, you know, I was doing some serious damage to him and just trying to keep everybody alive. And so I, I'm curious to, that if it's a different ending. Um, so the cutscene I saw was they lost and everybody's kind of like knocked away. Then Killian like just books it towards Spinel and and there's a big flash of light. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think that was... I think, I'm going to guess it was pretty much the same cutscene I saw. Okay. Where, even though we beat him, and it was a little awkward when I beat him, because there shouldn't have been anything left. It should have been peaceful, but there was still this light, and then, you know, they were like, oh, well, they ran at it, and whatever. I, I think that part was the same. Okay. The only thing that I was curious about was after the whole regular cutscene ends. After the credits. Maybe after the credits, there's all those little yeah wrap, wrap ups, vi- yeah vignettes. Okay. Um, and that's how that fucking game ends. Yeah, that's it. Whether you beat him or not, that's how the game ends. Yeah, you you. So dumb. It's it, there's this big flash of light. Killian and Lodic and and Asalor are like, fuck it, let's go, and then they run right into the light, and then the credits roll. And that like I was like, please don't tell me that's the end of the game. So, at this point, I want to know what you're thinking. You're thinking, surely to God, there's got to be something after the credits. Ye- I really hoped there was. So, I <laughs> I sat through the credits because there had to be something there. There's no way a game like that could end like that. Yeah. It's just... just I mean, story-wise and logic-wise, this game continually made less and less sense as we played it. So maybe they just wanted to cap it with the most nonsensical ending ever, and that would have been perfectly on trajectory for the rest of the game, but I still didn't think they could possibly end it like that. So after the credits roll, I'll, I'll go into what I saw. First, it shows Killian. At back at the uh, the academy, I think, and he's leaving. Uh, basically, to uh, no, 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 no. We're, uh, he's at the Order of Light, mm. or where where was he? I can't remember. He was leaving someplace, and Asalor was there. He was talking to Herbert, I believe, and Herbert was like, you know, he 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 always kept saying like, I. Uh, I was always more, um, I was always jealous of you or something like that. It was weird. Or, or am I thinking that was whenever they were making up? I can't remember. Well, he, he was talking to him and he was basically, he said, I want to go find Spinel. He doesn't say Spinel, but he's like, I know, she's, right. I know she's still out there and I'm going to go find her. And then he runs into Astalor and Astalor is like, can I come with you? And he says, yes. And so they run off to go find Spinel, obviously. Or find a way to bring her back. Yeah, basically they're going on another quest to get the Wicked Stones. Yeah. Um, because they say, yeah, they say that the stones kind of like shot across the, the land. Yeah, and he like, says finding them is probably the only way I can find her. Yeah, like kind of like the Dragon Balls. After you make the wish, the Dragon Balls <laughs> spread across the fucking <laughs> land. Um... And then it showed it showed Lodic. He was leaving his dojo, and uh, a bunch of uh, the, his, his, I guess, the apprentices or whatever. They were like, "Don't go!" And he's like, "I'll come back." And they're like, "Okay." Yeah. And so he leaves. Um, it shows Henson. Yeah. So Henson's I guess he didn't dead. die. He yeah. was just stabbed. Just injured. Yeah. Shows Henson uh, back at the 
the his master's place, basically talking to himself. Yeah. Saying that he feels like he's he feels compelled to go find the wicked stones too. Yeah, he's ready to face the world. Yeah. And then finally, it shows these two men talking about the 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 whole ordeal, how something crazy happened and the wicked stones the fabled wicked stones have spread across the world and do you think anybody will ever find them and the whole time this is going on there's a person with a hood walking around then it shows him take the hood off and it's actually gelts and he's alive and he basically says oh those wicked stones will be mine (laughs) the end I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. They come out of nowhere with this whole guilt, like, I'm completely fucking evil and I will do whatever it takes to get the Wicked Stones, to now he's officially the villain. Yeah, he's basically the villain of the next game. Which there never will be one. <laughs> I guarantee you. I will be thoroughly fucking surprised. Well, if... this is already the sequel to another game. Well, spiritual successor. Sort of, right? I don't even think they're related, dude. Are you sure? So, I never played the other one, but that's what I had read was that this was a... Maybe maybe it's not a direct sequel. Maybe it's just in the same universe. What was it called? Astonishia Story. Astonishia Story. All right, here we go. Stupid name, but... Astonishia Story... Was made by Sonori. It's a South Korean company published by Ubisoft. Uh, uh, Astonishia 2 has its name as Crimson Gem Saga in the English and Garnet Chronicle in Japan. So Astonishia 2 colon Crimson Gem Saga. Oh, there you go. I did not know that. Yeah. And that game apparently was terrible. Yeah. Like, even more terrible. Like, it, terrible across the board. Is, And so, you know, Crimson Gem Saga, I'm not going to say it was a good game. Yeah. But it averaged out to just a bad game because to, for me because there were still a lot of little things that I liked yeah. But nowhere near enough to offset the horrible, horrible travesty that is the dungeons and the logic of this game. And the forcing you to grind. Yeah. And it was all forced at you at the end. Yeah. Because you didn't you didn't feel like you had to grind during the game, but during you know, during the progression of the game because you were still handling boss fights like it was no problem. Yeah. You know, it was just the random fights were so difficult. Or not really difficult, but just Time-consuming as well as health and MP and and uh, resources. Yeah, you know they would it, take up a lot of resources. Yeah, it, it, to regenerate all the time. Exactly, and that was that was the the biggest problem. That's why I didn't want to grind was because it took so long to kill a guy. So, <laughs> to me, if they would just. I don't know, balancing issues? Is that what it would be? If they just balanced the game a little bit more? 
made it easier. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that. What push comes to shove, it just needs to be easier. I think I, I like yeah. I like the art style. I like the premise for the most part. I thought the premise was cool. Yeah, they that, just didn't capitalize on it. The premise is good. The story is not good. Yeah, they just they 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 had a good universe and they had an interesting plot, but the way they conveyed it was so bad. Yeah, the actual art of storytelling is absent in this game. There are no. There's no foreshadowing, really. There's not a lot of things that become important later. It's all just, here's what you're doing now, and then here's what you're doing now, and those two things are unrelated to each other. Yeah. You're not doing anything in the context of a grand adventure. It's just in the context of this one component. And, like, setting up the dungeons as, like, a nest like that, where you have to get the thing from C to get into B, and then you have to get the thing from B to get into A, that's just absurd. It's a glorified series of fetch quests. Yeah, it's... It's... I mean, it's absurd, but it's also just boring. Like, I already know how the next three hours are going to play out now. Because all I'm doing is getting this thing from this dungeon and going to the next dungeon. And there's nothing interesting about being in a dungeon. You're not exploring, really. You're just finishing them. You're just grinding through them. Yeah, there's no variety. Yeah. At all. <sighs> I still enjoyed the simplistic nature of the game. You know, wasn't yeah. it wasn't an overly complicated battle system. It wasn't an overly complicated, you know, upgrade system and 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 progression system, you know. Uh there wasn't a lot of stat tracking to worry about. Well, there was actually. Cuz you had to uh, you had to constantly remember, all right, what affinity does my weapon have? Uh do I should I change it to ice or should i change it to holy see i never thought about that once until the very end of the game see i did because remember i kept telling you i was like why is spinel not only doing one damage to this boss there was so many times so many boss fights where spinel was useless to me and then later on it was oh gelts is useless to me oh killian's useless to me and it was like it, it was random it was like i can't figure out why the hell this boss only takes one damage whenever I do the ultra super move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, there goes a hundred uh, magic points wasted. This game did so many things weird. Like there was four boss fights that you had to lose, but they didn't tell you about four. I've never seen a, a RPG, let alone a video game do that before. Yeah, and I want to even say that most of the individual pieces work pretty well. It's just that you're not told about them, they're not explained to you, and there's, you know, when they change them, they also don't tell you that. So they don't tell you how to go about doing something, but then when they change the rules, you don't know that either. Yeah. So the whole game was just frustrating because it was confusing more than frustrating because things didn't work. Yeah. It was like trial and error, but you couldn't, but it would take forever to figure out what was you were doing wrong. Yeah. So, I don't know. We, we, I mean, what, what do you, what are your final, like, all right, so sum up to me Crimson Gem Saga in one sentence. 
Well, I'll say that it's the only game that I've liked less and less as I've played it, yet still finished it. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, I, I'll say right now, a big part of that was because we were recording it. I'm not sure that I would have finished it otherwise. Although, I'll say this. One of my problems with a lot of RPGs, um, most specifically because it's at the tip of my tongue, is The Witcher. Uh huh. A lot of these RPGs get so complex that if you put them down for a day, a week, a month, five years, yeah. you, you go back to it, there's no chance in hell you can pick up right where you were and just continue. Yeah. But Crimson Gem Saga never had that because the fundamentals were so simple. Yeah. I, I, I could easily see being halfway through this game, putting it down for a year, picking it up and continuing along like I hadn't taken a break. The, so I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> I mean, it, it's uh, that's one of the things. I mean, some people like a complex system like that. Some people don't. I you know, I don't mind a complex system. You know, Dragon Age, you know, has a pretty complex system at times, and I, I really enjoy that. But I really enjoy the simplistic nature of this entire game. Yeah. I, th- I think that there were so many things that had going for it that would have been splendid if. They just, if it was just improved, you know, it was like you've got a bunch of parts of this game that are brilliant, but when you put them all together, it just becomes this jumbled up mess. Yeah, and that's really what this game is, is just a mess. And I think if you were to say this to Iron Noss or whoever it was that made it, what they would say is just do, just grind some more. Yeah. Basically, I think that's probably the what they see is the answer to everything. I, because they yeah. give you the ziggurat is the main place to grind, but then throughout the game there are two or three or four other places where you can get involved in fights right next to a place that will completely refill your health. Yeah. And for me, I you know I actually don't mind grinding when I dedicate time to it. I hate having to grind when it's hindering my progression through a game. But if I know I have to grind, and especially on any game that I can play on my PSP, because I played a lot of this game like I do a lot of PSP RPGs for like 20 minutes when I wake up and 20 minutes when I go to bed. Like while I'm laying in bed. And during those times, I don't necessarily want to think. I just want to... I just want to grind, actually, and that's what I want to do, and that's that time I, I've set aside as mindless grinding time. And yeah. so I, you know, I didn't have as much of a problem with some of these areas, just because I, I think I spent a little, a little extra time grinding. Yeah, and I, I didn't, and that was my mistake. But the game kind of tricked you into, yeah, you don't really have definitely. to grind, you know. And which, which is why the entire time I was like, why? are the the estimated completion time so much longer than we're expecting. Yeah. Cuz it felt like it should have been a 15 to 20 hour game. Yeah, if if the if the level progression and the 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 enemies weren't as difficult to kill, this game would have taken you know, 15 hours at the most. Yeah. But because you have to grind, that's an extra 10 hours. Yeah, it took me 29 in the end to beat it. That's 
I don't know. That that just it, it's it, that seems insane for the amount of time that I put into the game. You know, as far as you know, I got close to the end of the game, and yeah, my play time was about eighteen hours. That was, I mean, you know, I was legitimately close to the end of the game, but I, I just didn't finish it. If I were to try and finish it, I'd probably end up putting about twenty-five to thirty hours in this game because I would have to grind. I think you could easily beat it with four hours of grinding. Well, will I ever? That is the question. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple games where I've and I've stopped on the end boss, and that's it. <laughs> I, you know, that's one final wall. If if my my final thought on this game would have to be, there's there's so many good things going for it, but in the end, it just it doesn't come together. I think, yeah. I think it, they had a good premise for the story. It wasn't implemented well. Uh, the, the level progression was not very well done. The 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 fact that you, it's more dangerous to go into a random battle than it is a boss battle is freaking insane. It's just you know it was I and it never explained anything to you. It, it, like I don't care. Yeah, you may call me an idiot noob or whatever but if if i'm doing one damage to a boss and it, you need to fucking tell me why i'm not doing any damage to this guy because i can't you know i'm not gonna sit here and waste my time trying to figure out why the hell this this boss is not taking any damage or enemies for that matter yeah you know especially when there again there are bosses that you just can't beat so you you could be doing one damage and be like well that's just the way it is. I'm not supposed to beat this other boss. Weird. Just weird. Exactly. Why can't that be a, a cutscene? Seriously. Yeah. Exactly. If I can't beat him, why should I fight him? Exactly. And waste my fucking shit. So. <sighs> I had so much promise for this game. Yeah, I was hoping that the big ending and everything would tie a lot of it together. And it would go out on a high note. And... Despite the dungeon issues, I would enjoy the game, but, you know, the dungeon issues were my big problem in the third chapter, and now in the fourth chapter, it's the dungeon and the story and logic and all those issues, so I don't think this game ended on a strong note. No. However, you know, I don't know, it's, it was reasonably enjoyable. Yeah. Do you regret playing this game? No, I, I enjoyed it more than a lot of other ones that I've okay. played. Okay. All right, so give me all right, th- just for fun. Give me an example of a game that's not as good as Crimson Gem Saga. That's not as good? Yeah. Oh god. I don't know about one that's legitimately worse. I wouldn't I would say that's probably the, one of the worst RPGs I've played in a while. Holy shit. In a while. I have not played very many. Um, mostly I've been playing PSP RPGs and they've all been better than this one I would say hmm well there you go and that's it for Crimson Gem Saga yeah put to bed it's it's yeah it's been a hell of a ride I mean I tried I mean it's, it's not like I didn't try I, I, I seriously sat down and tried to finish this game and I was determined and the game broke me. 
Yeah, my do or die moment was when I fought that first end boss. I'm like, this took so long. Either I give up now, or I'm gonna have to power through. And then that night, I spent four hours <laughs> grinding. Jeez. So, yeah, that was it. I mean, experiences always help. So, I experienced Crimson Gem Saga. Do I regret my experiences? Not really. Yeah, sure. It 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 was a strained ride, but you know, in the end, I think um, it could have been a, a a fantastic RPG. But yeah, it's got a really, it's got some nice highs, but it's got deeper and more lows. lows. Yeah. So, but anyway. That's pretty much it. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, next, we won't have one next week, uh, unfortunately. Um, but the week after next, or whenever we can get one up, um, will be a the fifth game in our series, and it is going to be near a back to back RPGs. Yeah, another RPG. We are we're testing we're testing the waters to see when we can get fatigued. Of an RPG. This one will be quite a bit different, though. Current gen. Yeah. Very niche title not, up here. Yeah, not not old school and traditional like Crimson Gem Saga was. Yeah, more actiony. Yeah. From what I understand. Um, comparable maybe to a Fable, kind of like Fable maybe. Oof. No. I. Maybe in the fact that it's an action RPG, but Fable to me is just still so traditionally medieval. Okay. And this is, I don't know if it's post-apocalyptic, but it's somewhere between post-apocalypse and alternate reality. And Okay. It's kind of Japanese where some of the enemies are just things. They're not, you know, they're not things that we know about. It's like a bunch of ribbons might be an enemy. Or a bunch of spiky metal objects together in a vaguely humanoid form might be an enemy. Huh. Interesting. I've never played this game. In fact, I've never seen gameplay of this game. Oh, interesting. I'm going to this completely blind. The only thing I know was that I believe, and I may be wrong completely, the Japanese version of the game... The PS3 version and the 360 version were two separate games. They were completely different. Oh, yeah, I think that's true. From what I understand, I may be completely wrong, and somebody listening to this can, can correct me if they want to, but apparently you played as a different character, or you played as the same character but at a different time and the, in different versions. But in the United States, we just got one version for both systems. Yeah, I think we got the one that was the PS3 version, right? I, I believe so. Which I got my copy today. I have the PS3 version. Because that's the only one they had. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be doing Nier. Uh, Justin, the Killer Wolverine Testa, will be joining us again for this one. In fact, he was the one that picked this out. Um, interesting choice. He's not really an RPG player. Uh, I expect some fiery hate. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get some. He'll be like, "This game is fucking stupid." So, uh, but yeah, that's um, 
that's it for us. I mean, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you would, please leave us an iTunes review. We are on iTunes. Also, leave us a comment uh, down at the bottom of the uh, the post on uh, ZTGD.com. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's any games you'd like to hear us talk about, maybe play. Um, any suggestions at all are definitely welcome. And, um, yeah, let us know how you feel about us. And, you know, feedback is always good, whether it be good or bad. Yeah, agreed. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Until next time, I'm Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. See you guys in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening.